Hello and welcome to the Bomb Filter, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to determine the worst movie ever made. We take bad movies and put them through a series of tests to decide just that. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci. Hey, Rob, how are you? And why are we doing this? You know, I'm great because, uh, do you remember Country Time Pink Lemonade? Yeah, the brand. I forgot that I had like a whole thing of that and I have like a really big glass of lemonade to accompany me tonight. So I'm, I'm great. But, um, wh- why we're here is to, um, to transition from Batman and Robin with Schwarzenegger, uh, playing, I guess, like best supporting actor to, uh, yeah. to dissecting Raw Deal where he's the lead. Yeah, he sure is. Yes. Um, that was a debatable decision. Mm hmm. At least in 86, I think maybe give him some more uh, acting chops before you put him in a lead role like this. Is this, this is really before he came into his own, right? Like, he didn't really start, like, powerhousing until, like, the 90s, right? No, I, I mean, I think the first Terminator was his, like, big, big yeah. deal. And that was, that was in the 80s. Okay, it was, um, like, 89 or something like that? I think I think it was around that time okay. uh, of 86. You know, it might have been 85, something like that. But, like, okay. he had just gotten going, you know, he's rolling now. And Terminator yeah. was an easier role for him because he really didn't have any speaking lines. And he kind of, since English is a second language, he's kind of robotic anyways. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Austrian thing does kind of sound cold a little. Yeah. Forgive me to our uh, Austrian audience that I'm sure exists. Oh, oh the thousands of them. Yeah, they're going to get some emails. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all right, hey, you want to just get into it? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, I'm going to give you some um, reviews. I, I am going to say right now that, you know, we're going to have to discuss this one and, and the way that the tests um, came out. They were a little screwy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. So we'll get into it when we get there. Um, okay. But I'll, I'll, you know, detail as we go along. Sounds good. All right. First, uh, first one from William Thomas of Empire says, a sadly white, uh, lightweight spar through rule-breaking cop conventions that doesn't utilize its star's bulk to any great effect. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're saying that he's like really, really bulky. And besides the point where he like throws the guy up on a ventilation shaft or whatever. Yeah. They don't utilize his muscliness a whole lot. He can throw people through walls and he's just like slapping them. Yeah. Well, he's really, and just shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. He's shooting everybody. So, Okay, um, we're going to play uh, Guess the Reviewer because there's only one we played this game with, but I'm going to okay. read it and we'll see if you can get it. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> you want to see guys with muscles shooting machine guns at guys without muscles? These are the movies for you. You have uh, more than muscles between your ears? Try something else. Oh, could that be Roger Ebert? It was. Okay. <laughs> Chicago Sun-Times. All right. Uh, I don't know if he and Siskel had gotten um, like super famous at this point, so he's yeah. listed as Chicago sometimes and not, um, you know, at the movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, you got any YouTube comments? Yeah. So um, what I did was I went to the final shootout scene and I, I read the comments oh, on that. Nice. So Good call. Arnold should have said an improvised one-liner after dumping the candy onto him. Sweet dreams. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you could tell that Arnie was born to be a Terminator just by his charisma and menacing stone cold face. He was like that in his other movies, such as Conan, Commando, and Red Heat. Yeah, and then that's uh, kind of what we were just saying. 
Yeah. And then some gun nut. I just thought it was funny. Um, the bad guys who were shooting revolvers didn't even have the first clue what an ejector rod is or what it's used for. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dick. <laughs> so, all right. So, so one comment, I'm totally not a gun nut. So uh, yeah. this is gonna, I'm going to sound like a total amateur here, but okay. you remember the opening shootout scene? I didn't know how to include this guy. Okay. Um, but they bust into a room and there's just one guy, he's a cop and he's yeah. got suspenders and yeah. a handgun. Yeah. And I, they won't be able to see me at home, but he just kind of, like, yeah. his posture was so odd. He was firing from the hip, but really it was like his chest. Yeah. And he was just kind of just shooting off to the right. It looked so strange. I wanted to mention it somehow, but. You know what? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever played like the original Doom or Doom 2 on like MS DOS. Yeah. Like, it's yep. a first, first, first person shooter and like it's, it's the first person angle but it's like it's like it's just the screen and like a gun just like sticking out <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what it reminds me of <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that guy was pretty funny um i can see why he didn't have a uh, much of a career after that yeah all right uh you want to jump into our first test yeah let's do it so this is the keystone apparatus and in this segment uh we get a proper evaluation of the ecosystem of films that are movie existence so we average the rotten tomatoes critic score for the movie uh, or movies suggested to us by the streaming service uh, for our subjects and compare the, um, so we compare the average of those movies on Rotten Tomatoes to the critic score for the movie okay. uh, that we're doing. So we find out whether or not that's a keystone predator in the group or mm-hmm. whether it's, whether it's prey, so to speak. Okay. Um, so I have this first test, um, didn't go great. And, and I'll explain why. Um, okay. maybe you'll, maybe you'll see why as I go along here. Right. First movie, um, is Red Heat with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Um, got a 67, which surprised me because I've seen it and it's not good. Okay. Uh, collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor named, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the lead here. Okay. Uh, got a 19. Okay. Um, third movie suggested to me was a, a movie called Eraser. Okay. Um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. That one got a 38. Mm-hmm. Um, next one in line was The Running Man. Okay. Uh, starring, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger got a 66. Yeah. Uh, End of Days starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. uh, got, got an 11. <laughs> okay. Uh, then last two, uh, Commando starring, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger got a 69. Okay. And finally, a movie I had never heard of before, made okay. in 1985, uh, with Bridget Nielsen. Okay. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, got a 19. Okay. Uh, so I, I realized all of these movies had, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in them. Mm-hmm. And, and after I put them in, the average was a 41 and raw deal, if you want to guess. 20, even 20. 29, good guess. Um, so I do have a result, but I think I have to toss it because those were, you know, there, there's not enough cooks in the kitchen here. Yeah, let me, um, I got something on my end real quick. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Wow. What was that? That must've been an error on our, on our, um, our Keystone apparatus. Oh, Jesus. Let, let's try uh, again. Let's try again real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, twenty nine. God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we're gonna, as you just heard, our apparatus uh, malfunctioned. So, yeah. 
we're, we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to toss the results of that one rob yeah okay um so I, I guess we're just gonna jump into test number two here sure uh the elevator movie plot pitch okay um so the an easy way to determine the strength of a movie is to summarize its plot as succinctly as possible the gold standard plot pitch for the bomb filter is Spielberg's Jurassic Park. Short, clear, and easy to understand Jurassic Park. I'm oh, sorry, that bumper, dude. I'm still thinking about it. Short, clear, and easy to understand Jurassic Park can be accurately summarized in as little as 10 seconds. When summarized, bad movies are convoluted, unclear, and lengthy. To help us determine how bad our subject is, we compare its plot pitch to that of our 10-second standard. Any seconds past that 10 uh, adds to our score. We also administer a star rating. Um, and let's get it going. The elevator movie package. Okay. File, 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 file missing. The file missing. Huh. Whoa, whoa. Um, I, I guess we'll just roll it and see what happens, right? Do the... Yeah, I, I do have a plot pitch here. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Arnold wants his job back. He agrees to go undercover to help a single FBI agent find the rat in the Chicago crime uh, family's outfit. He resists sexy temptation, avoids murdering innocent people, and single-handedly dismantles a well-run mafia with political connections. That's it. That was uh, 16 seconds. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, so just, what did you think of it? I mean, that was, that was like a four-star, man. I don't know what's going on today. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, okay, um, so we're tossing out the first, and we get, and we got a six and a four star for the second. Okay, well, um, hey, numbers are numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's let's get into uh, test number three. I'm having a hard, you know, this is a this is getting to me a little bit here. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. This this movie's killing it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, test number three is the uh, indefensible dialogue counter. Uh, so this test gathers the horrible lines of dialogue into a collection that is then tallied to give us our score. So let's get into it. Test number three, the indefensible dialogue counter. Mm. Say goodbye. I say hello. I'm gonna have to get a new soundboard. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to work on this soundboard, man. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's start the test. Yeah, start the test. What the hell is happening here? I don't know, man. Okay, buddy. Um, this this is gonna be hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, number one. So Rob is going to try to defend these lines. If he can't, I'm gonna tally them up. Okay. Number one, Sheriff Kaminsky, that is Arnold. <clears throat> he says, book him, impersonating an officer, resisting arrest, fraud, reckless driving, and lying to the sheriff. Uh, so I have a couple problems with it. One, are they going to remember that? No. That was a lot. Uh, and two, lying to the sheriff would maybe be obstruction of justice, maybe. Yeah. Um, but lying itself is not a crime. Yeah. Um, what do you think to, of the dialogue? I'm not going to defend it because uh, after that he just leaves. Yeah, he does. He doesn't even yeah. see to it that no, that, that no paperwork, no sticking around. Like they they went on like a pretty far convoluted chase, like a logging 
like a logging facility, yes. I guess. Yeah. They, they got to do damage reports, all sorts of shit. So the fact that he just like says that and like just goes home, it's like, I don't know. It's good to be the sheriff, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so I took that one off. Number two, um, this is his wife, Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made the mistake of writing down Army sometimes, or short for Arnold. Okay. Um, and that looks really similar to Amy. Uh, okay. In my handwriting, so forgive me if I mix up the two at any point. I'll try okay. not to. All right. uh, but Amy, Amy says, you know when they're um, when Arnold finds out that she baked a cake and that's dinner. Yeah, she says, "You think because we're in shape, we're not already fat? We're like all the cows they raise around here, stock victims of circumstance. And you know what the b- cow's biggest contribution to the world is? And then the cake says shit." <laughs> what do you what do you think of that? I'm not gonna defend it because she was like smearing frosting all over the cake and like she didn't have like a piping gun or like a little frosting bag. Like no, so who, who the fuck she... wrote shit on that cake, first of all? <laughs> and, like was she was she saying that while talking, like just like writing it on so <laughs> it's just bad editing, so I just can't defend the yes. dialogue. Okay, all right, good. Uh so we'll just move on to number three, we're two for two. Kaminsky, okay. uh that is Arnold. Yeah. Right after that, he she throws the cake at him. He says, "You should not drink and bake." <laughs> you know, uh, as far as like crummy one-liners, I, I'm going to defend that one. That made me laugh out loud. Like, I, I couldn't like it's something he it's something totally that he would say. Yeah, and, like before, like he had like the star power to be the guy who would be the one that says that. So yeah. I just feel like that was him, like kind of coming into his own as like a Austrian yeah, but, bodybuilding actor. Uh-huh. Because so. he does end up making one-liners his his deal, so like, yeah, this is the start. Yeah. Okay. Well defended. Two for three. All right. Um, this is him again, but to Harry the agent. Okay. Uh, it, after he agrees to take the job, basically he says, uh, "Do you think I'll still pass the physical?" <laughs> I uh, I personally hated that because it was just yeah. another like, "Hey, I'm in really really good shape." In case you didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, and I'll get to that later because there's there's a scene that really pisses me off about how good yeah. of shape he's in. So um, I, I don't want to I don't want to preempt it if you already have a written okay. down. So. Okay, all right. Uh, so five. This is Lemansky. Um, yeah. That that's Hammer Lemansky, the guy that's biting into Petrovina's uh, money or whatever, right? Yeah. He says to Petrovina, "My time is worth just as much as yours now." And then the right hand guy, uh, Roca. Yeah. He goes. It's worth more. You have less of it. No. Um, the, <laughs> like, I um, get it, but it's not good. When when Blink-182 first had, like, the reunion with, like, the original lineup with, like, Tom back in, they had, um, they had a lyric in the chorus, life is too short to last long. Okay, yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's obvious they act on planet stupid. Like, the answer sure. is yes, because it isn't no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, we're four for five then, yeah? Yeah. Okay, uh, number six. Uh, the driver that Arnold, uh, I mean, Kaminsky drops off yeah. with the girl at, like, the Broken Down Circus. Yeah. Goes, this is my lunch! You son of a bitch! <laughs> Sat down. I had to think about it for a second because I, I was like, "You mean like your lunch break, or like was this like was the ride you were waiting for, like a good payday, and that was your lunch?" Like, oh, okay. I didn't know. I, I was like, I, don't, I didn't know what he meant. 
It was it wasn't. I, clear. I figured he must have meant like his lunch break, and it yeah. was just because like he was chubby. It was just like a fat joke, basically. Yeah. Didn't like it. Did no, you? no, I didn't. And I know it's a lot of this movie. There's because like it's it tries doing the comedy thing. Like yeah, it does. it's like it's like action, beat him up, action, beat him up, and then like gunshots and like gratuitous violence, then like a then they're like ha ha ha. Yeah, doesn't land. Yeah, it's like, that that should have happened throughout the scene. Like you don't just like slap like a bumper sticker at the end of it with like yeah. a punchline. Yeah. Well, here's another one for you. We'll see okay. what you think of this one. Kaminsky, uh, Arnold again saying yes. to Max the like the second. Like the left hand man, if you will. Yeah. If you're the best, it is the wheels would have never been invented. I didn't even know what that meant. Uh, I didn't either. I guess like back in the times where humans invented wheels, if he was like the best there was, then they wouldn't have. Because he because w- he wasn't the best. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Yes. I guess. I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah. Six for seven. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Uh, the cop that. Stops him in the alleyway. <laughs> yeah. You might remember this line. He says, uh, Joseph P. Brenner, what's the P stand for? Kaminsky says, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, no context. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so seven for eight. Yeah. I wanted to know if he was like making fun of himself or if he was saying that he's like a, a magnet. Yeah. Like I, I'm a, I'm wimpy. Please don't arrest me. Or like I'm the man who collects all the poon around this town, or whatever. You yeah, know? I'm the plumber and I'm laying all the pipes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't explain that. So no. Uh, number nine, Monique about the dress that she was wearing. She says, "Okay, what do you think? Does it make you drool?" I want to know where that trope came from because I've never seen like a chick in lingerie or like in a sexy outfit and just start like, start start raining out of my fucking mouth all over my shirt. Like I'm eating ribs. That has never happened to me. Yeah. You you might sound like a, like a malfunctioning apparatus of some sort. If if that were the case. Yeah. Uh, So eight for nine then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, you mean, you mean you mean this one right here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number ten. Uh, after the department store brawl. Yeah. Uh, they are running in opposite directions, um, and Kaminsky convinces her to go his way, and he goes, "We are done shopping." I, I gave him the one-liner with the um, the baking and drinking. I'm not giving him another one. That's true. You did. So here we go again uh, with Monique. So mm-hmm. this is number 11. At the dinner table with Arnold, she says, friends? We're friends? If I want friends, I'll go to summer camp. <laughs> no. Okay. 11 for 12. 11 for 12. And uh, number 12. Uh I have 13, so two more. Okay. Uh, Lemansky, during the factory chase, uh, before the car gets decapitated, he <clears> says to all his men in the car, he goes, grab your hats. No, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't give it to them. I, I can't. Okay. Uh, so we are 12, 11 for 12. Um, 
And now number 13, um, Arnold again, this time to Monique, he says, you know what I like about bedrooms? There's usually a bed in there. Yeah. Um, no. And this is, this is the part <laughs> I wanted to talk about too. When he's like, when he's yeah. like talking about how, how already good shape he's in. It's yes. like he, he, okay. Yeah. He passes out and like, doesn't, doesn't, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't get the home base basically. Yes. But that's was that on purpose? I possibly, but did he have to rip his shirt open and show his awesome pecs first? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I'm sure he accidentally flexed his pecs and that's the result. Do you, do you think like when they were like setting up that scene, they had like his, um, his placeholder standing there. He's like talking to the producer and he's just like, Hey, you think I should just like whip my pecs out? Yeah. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken my shirt off enough. It says in my contract, I take it out at least five times. Yeah. It being my chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, uh, that's all I got. You got any, uh, honorable mentions for the IDC? Um, just when, no, no specific line, but just, just how he, he first infiltrates. He just, he just walks in looking smug and smoking a cigar. It's more of like a visual dialogue. Yeah. Stand, stand there with the, the, the freaking like the cigar is like standing out and just like puffing on it like a, just like, like he owns the place and it's just, it just, he didn't look like he knew how to smoke a cigar. No, he didn't. Because, probably because he is, um, you know, my body is my temple kind of guy. Yeah. You know I what I mean? So he doesn't actually smoke anything. I didn't inhale. Yeah, so. right. I, did, I made sure not to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to count that? Yeah, let's count it. All right. 13 for 14 then. All right. So we'll, we'll record that result, but, um, Things are looking a little screwy as yeah. as they currently stand. So um we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Why don't okay. we um why don't we go to your ad read while okay. we collect ourselves? Yeah. Oh that's this is weird. Uh one second. I just, I just actually got a message from our sponsors. Let me take a look here. Yeah. Um today's episode of the bomb filter is brought to you by the bomb filter. That's right. We got dropped by all <laughs> our sponsors because our machines failed us. We just found this out. A representative from an undisclosed sponsor watched Raw Deal and said, fuck those guys. We don't want their business. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. We'll try to have a new plug next week. But sometimes your machines get broken and selling out is impossible. The bomb filter. <laughs> Tell a friend about our podcast and you get nothing. Oh, nice. Wait, All right. Um, yeah. It doesn't hurt to self-promote a little here and there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we get, you know, some kind of sausage uh, company or, yeah. you know, a, a slip and slide shooter or something, you know, something. Yeah, and we'll 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 take our profits and re-inject them into the profit stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what we we'll do. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, test number four. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so this is the a moto meter overspill. Okay. Uh, so for this test, we use another piece of custom equipment we refer to as the moto meter. The moto meter can be fine-tuned to the emotional output of the uh, actor in question. When activated, the meter measures the peak of emotion displayed by the actor in a given scene and compares it to the range of genuine human emotion a person would actually display. So 10 cages is the maximum score. Um, and that refers, of course, to Nicholas Cage, our buddy. Any more than 10 and we record the result. So uh, let's get into a test number four, the Emoto Meter Overspill. Bomb Filter Podcast presents... <laughs> 
Dialogue? Or taste detector? No, 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 no. no. What, 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 which one was this? Um, yeah. uh, I think we're talking about That's not right. I don't know what's going on, man. But something screwy on my end too. Yeah, um, I think I think we'll we'll have to take a look at some of our equipment. Um, yeah. But anyway, we'll press on. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into test number four: the emotive meter overspill. With number one, okay. um, Amy throwing the cake at uh, Kaminsky right in the beginning. Um, yeah. Oddly, I plugged that into the emotive meter, and so I got a I got a thirty-two out of that. That doesn't seem quite right. I mean, it was like that. It was like that. I've been living in a rural area against my will and haven't been fucked in probably five years type of rage. Yeah, right. Because so, my I mean, husband's too busy yeah. catching criminals on log piles. And, and not doing paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're skipping it. We're yeah. coming home to drink. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's kind of that's a kind of a crazy score. Yeah, um, numbers, numbers don't lie, though. I guess. Well, we'll, we'll see yeah, what right, right. So let's keep going. Uh, so number two was Kaminsky. Um, he says to Harry in the introducing like him to the case scene. He says um, Harry's like, well, the prosecutor, um, you know, had to kind of prosecute you because you beat the guy half to death. Yeah, and Kaminsky goes. Do you remember the case? The guy kidnapped a little girl. He molested her, murdered her, mutilated her. Um, it, it, it spit out a negative two, which I actually thought was about right. Um, we don't do yeah. negatives a whole lot in the emotive mirror, but occasionally it does spit out a negative. And Arnold really, I wouldn't say that he was overacting here. I would say that he was just not putting any, any juice into the, you know, into the juicer here. Yet he used the alliteration of three M's, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Molested, <laughs> murdered, mutilated. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think, um, you know, if that's the dialogue you're giving Kaminsky, you're taking, uh, or Arnold rather, is a, you're taking a, a risk. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so negative two, uh, number okay. three, Lemansky, the, um, the bad guy that they're trying to kill early. Yeah. Um, him and the Chicago crime outfit. Uh, Lemansky throws his hat down at the golf course and he screams, but really he just goes, shit, I hate this game. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he threw his hat down with gusto, but mm-hmm. only managed to say the word shit, I hate this game. In fact, it even looked like it was overdubbed because there was no energy to it. Yeah. And so I plugged it in out of curiosity and that registered a negative five. So we already have okay. a couple of negative scores here. All right. Uh, Kaminsky, number four, says to Monique, he says, take my car back home, lay low, and they'll call you when I get back. Okay? And uh, that also registered a negative. This one, negative 12. Okay. Um, So, I mean, just odd, man. Just weird results today. Yeah. Um, Number five, the crooked politician to Harry, he says, Mm -hmm. um, we're both after the same thing. Justice. Right, Harry? Justice. Harry says back, fuck justice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That got a 38, which is outrageously high. I mean, outrageously high. Um, Number six, um, Roca, the right-hand man of Petrovina. Mm. He goes, 
There's 50 cops in that building every hour of the day. How are you going to get them out of there? Give them tickets to the ball game? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also liked his head acting. Yeah. Like the words were so heavy as they came out of his head that they were shaking his head around. around. (laughs) (laughs) Airs going left and right. Um, that came out of 40. So I, you know, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to take a look at this equipment. Yeah. Um, I don't even, I, I got a couple more here. Um, you want me to go ahead with them? Yeah. Keep it going. All right. Um, K- Kaminsky says, uh, to Monique at the end, he's trying to get her to board a plane, just get out of town, yeah. get out of Dodge. Right. He says, yeah. uh, you're out of excuses, sweetheart. There's a quarter of a million dollars in that bag. Win or lose, it's your choice. Now get out of here. Yeah. Uh, that got an 81. <clears throat> okay, time. Wait, wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> 81, Jesus Christ. Yeah. The, um, all right, uh, Harry, um, I don't have to walk to be a godfather. That got a 112. <laughs> Um, and the, the last, uh, last one I have here, Monique uh-huh. says to, uh, Kaminsky, um, where are you going? And Kaminsky says back to do what an old friend asked me to do. Knock him dead. And that got a negative, you know what? That got a negative 19. I, you yeah. know what? I'll bet you, I'll bet you because I plugged in so many, uh, terrible Arnold depressing lines in the motor meter, I, I sent it out of whack. I'll bet you. Cause yeah, between, ba- between Batman so and Robin, yeah, and this. Yeah, 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 good point. It's kind of like the car's alignment, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we were mm-hmm. driving on, uh, like, a busted rim for too long, and it threw yeah. the axle out of, out of whack. I, I think I just plugged in way too many negatives. I'll be careful not to do that next time. Yeah. Dude, I think we're going to have to throw out the results here. I can't imagine putting yeah. this through, right? Right? Yeah. Like you would, would you? No, I, I'm going to have to agree with you, man. Okay, uh, so this episode, we're just going to have some trouble with this episode here, I think. Yeah. I'm not going to even record a score for this one. Okay. Um, but I, I am going to um, do a, a very special full-on SG championship because, as, as you remember, last week we left it uh, in limbo as the title had been vacated. Yes. Um, so uh, why don't we head down to the Aztec Arena and see okay. what's going on there? All right. File, 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 missing. File, missing. Missing. <laughs> file missing. God almighty. Um, I mean, um, hello and welcome to the Ask Chick Arena. We have pure mayhem on schedule today as we see Arnold Schwarzenegger facing off against the entire 1986 Chicago crime scene. Let's send it down for the introductions. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends from distant nations. Today, we will see who can climb to the top of our ranks to claim the vacated full-on Aztec Championship. Introducing first, standing at an average height of 5 foot 10 and weighing in at a collective 2.5 tons, from Chicago, Illinois, the Chicago Mafia. And now, introducing your next challenger, standing 6 foot 2, weighing in at about 245 pounds of bulking, throbbing, unnecessarily exposed muscle. From the distant nation of Austria, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And there's the bell, and here we go. Looks like Petrovina is sending in his pawns in uh, some hand-to-hand combat with the big man. 
Arnold quickly dispatching the first few before he gets clocked by a wise guy. Arnold gives him a toss and a kick in the behind. More men attacking, but Arnold having little trouble knocking off one after another. One man has a switchblade and has sliced into Arnold's forearm. Arnold felt that one, but, but he snapped the guy's neck already. More goons than these with handguns. Arnold pulls out a pistol and it's a shootout. The mafiosos are licking off shots, but nobody has connected. Arnold was shot after shot. Boy, this man never misses. And in comes Max. Petrovina's number two, bringing his men with him. Carnage as some of them unload automatics at the former Mr. Universe. Despite his size, the, he's an elusive bastard. Still, not one bullet wound as Arnie prances past his opponent's gunfire with grace. Arnold pulls out a shotgun here, and he's taking them out two at a time. Roca joins in the fray, and Petrovina is sweating. Arnold, with ease, takes Max and Roca out with out of the picture. Arnold now, with an AK, cannot miss. He's taken out all of the goons but one. Petrovina is holding a wise guy up as a human shield. Arnold, with a lit cigar. They're, the two are jabbering at each other. Here comes the busted-up limo Petrovina escaped in at the factory. It's leaking all over, but I think he's hoping the driver can at least get him out of the arena. Petrovina in the car now, and Arnold calmly flicking his cigar into the vehicle. Boom! Oh, explosive end to this one, and Arnold is your new full-on ass-cheek champion, and he's saying now, he's mouthing, I'll be back. (laughs) How about that? For for my money, man, it doesn't get better than that. That was a full-on bloodbath. He seemed to have absolutely no issue taking out the entire Chicago crime syndicate. Yeah. With a completely, with a completely flaccid candor. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, totally unfazed, totally unmarked. He's scarless and, uh, he'll be seeing, uh, whoever it is that's, uh, coming up next at the Astro Arena. Holy shit. Good on you, Arnie. Good on you. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, test number five. I, I guess we'll try to throw it to our poor taste detector. Okay. Um, I, I think, uh, for the fans out there, we got to just keep pressing on and do yeah. our due, due diligence here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, test number five is the poor taste detector. Uh, this test is designed to identify and flag potential hazards created by the film crew. These hazards consist of moments of immorality, abuse, racism, phobias, and any other in poor taste scenarios. So let's get into it. Test number five. Let's try the bumper, huh? Uh, yeah. the poor taste detector. Just remember, guys, bad data is still data. Yes, uh, agreed, agreed. Well said, Rob. Uh, Number one, Southern folk only talk about crops and the weather, apparently. Yeah, they're they're just short of, like, talking about Cracker Barrel and biscuits. Yeah, yeah, right. And Country Time, Pink Lemonade. Oh, God, it's so fucking good, man. I almost finished it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is good. I love things lemonade. Yeah. Uh, number two, he drove through an entire strip mall's plumbing. <laughs> so when he destroyed <laughs> that shop, it wasn't the only building. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it was in a line. So the plumbing that goes all the way through and maybe the gas lines too are totally destroyed. So every innocent person who isn't involved in Lamancy schemes, um, is without hot water, water at all, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, at risk of a gas explosion. So that's not very nice. And if this doesn't come up in a later test, I will be bringing something up. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, he says, give me the jewelry or I'm going to mess up your hair. That's paraphrasing, but, um, he's, he's thinking the woman is going to be so upset about her hair being messed up that she'll 
hand over the diamonds. Garden yeah. gal. Yeah. I'll give you a noogie. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst Arnold impression, but that's all I got. <laughs> hey man. It's all right. Mine's becoming like way too Russian. So yeah, we're good. Um, number four, sex rooms in the drug house, of course. Yeah. And it's weird because like, you would think that was just um, the eighties sensational uh, gratuitous nudity that you expect, yeah. but I couldn't catch a, a titty. I, I didn't yeah. see one. You you need to find a sex house that has a drug room instead. That's where you'll see yeah. titties. Right, right. That's that's more the eighty style. Yeah, it's less about the drugs and the piles of money all over the wardrobe. It's it's more about yeah. the booby. Yes. Um, Rob, how did you feel about kinks? Did you feel like they? I th- I felt like they actually handled that gay bar okay. Yeah, I don't really have an issue with that. When they walked in, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be yeah. bad. Um, so I'm not going to count that. Uh, I just thought I'd bring it up in case you caught anything that I didn't because no, it seemed like a standard gay bar to me. I think it would have been over the edge of their playing Relaxed by Frankie Goes to Hollywood over the loudspeaker instead of that <laughs> right. crappy, crappy, crappy synth music they've been playing the whole movie. <laughs> All right, you want to you want to just do this now? Um, I was I was looking for I was just gonna I was just gonna wing it, dude, and and All find right. a good place to put this in here. Right. Uh, while we're talking about the soundtrack, uh, I was just gonna get into it. Right. They I don't think they could afford uh, anything else. Well, they spent like probably five million dollars on Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, and they played That's it in exactly, its entirety. And then that is exactly where I'm going with what I have here. Yeah. Um, a little segment I'm calling Bad Beats. We'll see if it becomes a. Uh, a you know some timer for us um i thought the song in the beginning one way rider was kind of fun actually yeah um but they have that bar rock synth you know it was awful 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 they used it a ton of times um in the bar fight they put a little like uh guitar solo in there but same song um then there's the drug bust same lame bar rock Right. Yeah. Then it kinks. Um, if looks could kill, which I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, they had 15 minute swaths of no music at all. So it was kind of the opposite of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Right. Like almost no music in this movie. Um, they have a sped up version of that song, uh, after Harry's death when mm-hmm. Arnold's going after him. And then they do, I can't get no satisfaction. Yeah. So I'm thinking that they didn't have the budget for the, the music um, because they blew it all on the Rolling Stones satisfaction. That's what yeah. I wrote down, what you just said. Um, so I think the, the director thought that his like big crescendo at the end with Arnold like shooting his yeah. 47 out the windows and he like knocked out the windshield and all that in the gravel yeah. pit scene. I think he thought he was going to get lauded for the like the beauty of the melding of the violence and no satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, and last note on the music before I get back to uh, our poor taste detector, I just want to ah. say um, I looked into the soundtrack a little bit and that bad bar rock song that I'm talking about that they kept playing over and over again. Yeah. Is called Kaminsky stomps. <laughs> <laughs> so it's named, it's named after Arnold's character in the movie and you can find it on YouTube. Kaminsky stomps. Right. If you're interested. Uh, one more note too, the, uh, like the 80s yeah. synth with like, like, the, like the Fender Telecaster with all treble and the chorus effect on it. It yeah. reminded me of, um, 
Detective Harris on South Park when he's trying to like run the, the left hand, right hand test on the serial killer. <laughs> yeah. He had the montage. He's like shopping wood. <laughs> what was I supposed to be doing? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Dude, awesome episode. Oh, yeah. we, we're big South Park fans here. Um, I didn't like that Arnold could, um, afford both dresses. You know, when she's like, I can't afford both. He's like, I can afford it. Just the guy, like the overbearingly pushy money grubber guy thing, you know? And on um, top of that, he, he only had $45,000 of like his good friends, like life savings. And yeah. he was used to like, that he was supposed to use to like uphold appearances to avenge right. his son's death. And he's just like <laughs> flip, flip, not even fucking counting it, buying dresses and shit. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I don't think the mafia really started to pay him. Yeah. Yeah. At least we didn't see any money change hands. So that's yeah. a good, good point. Um, Arnold and Amy destroyed the department store. I mean, did they have to throw, like Arnold goes and throws one of those guys through the glass window, like the door. Yeah. And I just was wondering why, I mean, he's already destroyed one person's company store. Yeah. Why they got to do this again? You know, yeah. he's just destroying the place. <laughs> Uh, number eight, I just wrote down the crazy housewife. Yeah. That's, you know, pretty standard stuff. It's kind of important. The crazy housewife he doesn't mention at all throughout the rest of the film. Nope. Until, Until the very, the very, very, end. very end. Yeah. yeah. When they, when they, um, remember that she was an important character and he's like, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Number nine, Arnold didn't have to kill the politician. I didn't feel. No. The guy screwed him over and he stooped to his level, basically. Yeah. Um, he could have just put him through the, the political, you know, put him through the, the justice system. He could have taken a few good photographs of him, like in the mob lair with all the dead bodies and like sent it to the media. Yeah. 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 That's true. Could have done that. Uh, I have two more. Okay. Um, Harry saying, um, I have no interest in becoming an accomplished cripple. Now push me back to my room or into traffic for all I care. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than crippled. Yeah. That's a great message for crippled That's kids. A- <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's fucked up. Um, and then finally, just to coattail that one, uh, yeah. a little bit of Arnie motivation is all it takes to make him walk again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is so demeaning to people with serious problems with their yeah. lower, the lower half of their body. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, that's what I have. Um, it's actually only ten. I'm not gonna. Okay. Should I record the result? I mean, I, I'm not sure what we're doing here. I, I'll write it. I'll jot write it, it. Write it down. You never know when yeah. you're gonna need it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, ten for the poor taste detector. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Nothing for emotometer. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into test number six, man. Uh, accounting okay. for entropy. So bad movies rely uh, too heavily on films of the past. When recycling an idea, a director or writer is committing to a trope. Almost every movie has one or two, but bad movies have many. We count them up to help us evaluate the film. Well, let's give the bumper a whirl. File, 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 missing. God, damn it. Damn. It's worth a try, I guess, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> All right. Number one. Um, you know how they're walking in the very, very beginning? You see the train come in, and yeah. then you see Roka walking, 
and then some other guy in a fedora who they never explain who he is later on. Yeah. Um, that they're walking separately and then they join together and are walking in a line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, the, <laughs> this is cheap, but the wise guy fedora. Of course, one of the mafia members has to be wearing a fucking fedora, right? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, the I know a better road. Do you know what I'm talking about? So in the beginning, uh, um, okay. Well, no, uh, I don't. Okay. I don't. So Kam- Kaminsky's, uh, following the guy in the Jeep. Uh, yeah. he, he's on the bad guy's on a motorcycle. Um, he chases him around and then he yeah. realizes that the guy made a misstep by going down a, a long road that winds yeah. around and he can cut it off because he knows the territory. Yeah. You know, so he can, he, so he has enough time to lay this like gas trap, mm-hmm. you know, um, which leads me to my fourth one, which is lighting, uh, gas with a cigar. I just used that trope. And, uh, I mean, the, that just happened in the full on SG. Yeah. Um, so number five, another bad guy rundown. So Harry gives you the goods yeah. on, uh, on all the bad guys as Arnold's like showing off his muscles and combing his hair. Yeah. Um, bar fights with no guns drive me crazy because all yeah. these guys are packing. Yeah. Why are they just letting this animal man like beast them all out and not shoot? Going back to the gun nuts, do you think it's like one of the, like, I, I have a couple friends that are like gun nuts and they're like, if I'm ever discharging, if I'm ever pulling on my weapon is with the intent to kill, so I'm never going to draw my piece. <laughs> you think it's one of those guys? <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, these are mafia dudes who That's like. True. They're going to kill. They're going to kill anybody. Who cares? They're just yeah. going to shoot them. Yeah. Um, number seven, he's working. He has to work his way up. So we got the, yeah. we got kind of the working his way up energy where yeah. the leader doesn't trust him. And Petrovino is like, you know, we got to make them do shit and then no, send them the gravel pits. We don't like. Yeah. Um, the old bomb threat gag. Yeah. I mean, self-explanatory. Like, that's in any heist where it's like, it's a misdirect. The whole misdirect. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so number nine, uh, the one guy, uh, who knew you were undercover is dead. Yeah. You saw this more recently in the departed, but they do it much, much better. Yeah. Uh, The Departed is not an A plus movie in my opinion. That's good. But, it's pretty uh, good. Yeah, it's good, and yeah. and they do that much much better. Yeah. Uh, number ten, I wrote the duffel bag arsenal. That if you didn't bring it up, that's what I was going to bring up. Just the whole suiting up montage where he's like loading all the what if, yep. if if he packed it personally. Why is he opening up the six shooter and counting the bullets as if he didn't already put six bullets in them? <laughs> Maybe maybe that was a deleted scene. His wife was like packing his lunch for him, but she was yeah. packing his arsenal for him. So gotcha. Double checking. Just double checking. Um, number eleven, the leather jacket, leather jacket badass. So yeah. like he throws on the leather jacket and looks in the mirror, and he's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Twelve, shooting the empty elevator. Yeah. So all the bad guys thought he was in the elevator. They shoot it up, and it's actually yeah. empty. He's in the in the ducts or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then 13, Arnie kills everyone at least once. Yeah. And number 14, another stormtroopers. Okay. So that's what I've got. Um, anything else you can think of you want to throw out there? You good with the duffel bag arsenal? I'm good with the duffel bag arsenal. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we have a, we have a test score here. Um, got it down. Uh, that's 14. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move it on. To test number seven, 
last test before we get into some fun stuff. Okay. Um, we're going to have to talk about this episode. You know, we're going to have to have a little bit of our own dialogue. Yeah. Um, so at the end of this test, we'll do illogical inconsistencies. Um, we'll do your movie review, do bad credit names, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's throw it into, uh, our bumper for test number seven, bad effects, side effects. I'm just going to, I don't even want to try, so I'm just going to do something a little different. Bad CGI to the day I die. Yeah. All right. That was a, that was live. Yeah. Um, Wrong note too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is a simple test with a complex, but accurate structure. We grade the movie's computer graphics and practical effects on a custom scale. Bad CGI. We give a deep blue C for the sharks that were terrible in that movie. Slightly better. A total recall, a nod to Arnie himself. Claymation kind of stuff. Practical effects, that kind of stuff. Total recall. Better still, Rock Scorpion, uh, Dwayne Johnson's infamous um, entrance to the Mummy series as a rock scorpion god dude. And then the best score uh, is the Beowulf. Uh, so that's in reference to the movie. Um, that was entirely computer animation, like around 2010, something like that. Yeah. Uh, look good, but not good enough for it not to be eerie. Yeah. Uh, so that's our, that's our scale. Um, and let's get into it. Uh, with number one, right off the bat, DEG production company graphics was deep blue if I've ever seen it. Yes. Oh, totally. Holy shit. They did like a PowerPoint, um, flip. Yeah. You know, where it was backwards and that's it. It was gray background and like a yeah. shitty little lion emblem. I, I just couldn't believe how bad that was. Yeah, it was. It was missing. It, the only thing it was missing was a star wipe. <laughs> Honestly, seriously. Uh, number two, uh, and this kind of feeding off the same idea, but the giant bold red opening credits. Mm-hmm. Also blue, deep blue, because fuck that, terrible. Um, number three, uh, I thought the grenade that they threw into the building when they were killing all the cops was actually pretty good because it wasn't yeah. like this big fiery explosion. It looked like it looks like. You know, grenade combusting and blowing out the windows to me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, like I said, Rock Scorpion on that one. All right. Uh, so, Rob. Yeah. We got into this before, but I'm just going to read you what I wrote, even though we, we kind of mentioned this already. Okay. Um, I wrote the plain cake shit cake switcheroo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, she's got a plain brown frosting cake. She is <laughs> then one, if she goes on a, an absolute tirade, um, and, She's talking about the lack of action in the town, the cows, their cows. She's screaming, whatever. She holds up the cake and it says shit. Um, so she had to be writing that while screaming and Arnold somehow didn't notice that or didn't, yeah. right? Like, that's, yeah. So that's exactly what you said. I, I yeah. wrote that down almost word for word. I just thought <laughs> the frantic energy she must have had writing it out and like he didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And then she circles, she underlines it and then circles the whole cake delicately yeah. right on the line of the outside. <laughs> like, I mean, we yeah. saw a plain brown frosted cake. With really so, wet frosting, with really wet, runny chocolate yeah. frosting. <laughs> yeah, she throws the knife backwards. It just lands on a white shirt, of course. Yeah. So she, like, shrugs. Um, the giant – oh, so that that I gave a deep blue because fuck okay. that. Yeah. Uh, the giant explosion was fucking cool, though. Yeah. Like, there was a mushroom cloud, dude. 
Now, the explosions and like some of the um, like just like the entrance and exit wounds of people getting shot. Like, I've never seen someone yeah. get shot. I can only rely on what I've seen in movies. But yeah, it, yeah. it looked good. Like the, the opening cabin scene where they're just like blah 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 blah. Like it looked yeah, looked good. Yeah, it looked pretty good to me too. I agree. So that got a Beowulf. Uh, number six, the truck through the building. I actually thought it looked good, dude. It looked like a truck going through a building. That's the red truck, right? Um, yeah, I did, yeah, I the, did, like, sidebar okay. when, when he was about to drive through the building. He's like, excuse me, guys, can you just move over a little bit? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it, it all looked good until you saw all like those cinder blocks coming down and it looked like, yeah, it looked yeah. like foam. It looked like the aggro crag from Nickelodeon. On oh, guts. okay. Yeah, yeah. All so, right. So I'm, I'm going to downgrade that then. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll knock it down. What do you, what do you think we should go with? Uh, what, what, what did you have it on? What was your I had a mail. Yeah. Well, I, I, go ahead. Let's do, let's do rock scorpion. I was gonna say okay. rock wolf, but like now that those cinder blocks really, really pissed me off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll have to take a look at that again. I only watched it once, but, um, yeah, I, I guess I just didn't catch the, the foamy quality. Um, but you know, that's we're we're here to do we're getting through this together, man. So yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you downgraded that because fuck this movie. They don't deserve yeah. it, right? Got uh it. the police station bomb I thought was recall. Look back. Yeah, that's fair. Uh the reflection okay, so this one I thought was really interesting. This is not funny. Uh this right. is just me being a like a movie guy that I something yeah. I knew and I wanted to get your reaction to this. Okay. Um so I think that reflection on the windshield, if you're gonna show it, is super important to get right. Right. So while you're, if you're showing the characters driving from the front windshield perspective, yeah. um, and you're not going to like the green screen in the back is less distracting. If you are showing the windshield. Yeah. Um, so they actually showed the reflection of streetlights going past the windshield. Yeah. And then even a, a building that was each like level of the building was a different color. Yeah. You can see that in the reflection of the windshield and it was all distorted as if they were driving. Yeah. So I thought for 1986, that's either incredible CGI or they're actually driving, in which case they had to mount a camera up there. And then like the guys needed to not be like super distracted by the yeah. camera while they're driving. I don't know which one it is. And they fooled me. So I put, I wrote a bill. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It looked really good. Like when you think of yeah. like Seinfeld in the nineties and they're driving yeah, to New York, right. it just looks fucking awful. It does. Cause they're clearly just sitting on like a little cardboard set and having yeah. like, on, on the side of the or green screen. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was dumb that they brought in real planes for the movie though. Like, yeah, they, they didn't do anything with them. It was just it seemed like yeah. a needless expense. So, uh, I gave that a rock scorpion because they really were planes. Yeah. Um, but you like, don't put anything on the table that I can't eat. You know, exactly. Don't, don't show me a plane that doesn't fly. That's yeah. not cool. Don't do a shit um, cake switcheroo on you. Yeah, they did. It was a nice frosted cake and then it yeah. just covered in shit. Exactly. Uh, number 10, really, uh, destroying cars, uh, at the factory gravel pit was kind of cool. Like, yeah, that was great. And it, yeah, so the gravel pit, uh, like I said, um, with the two big trucks, like yeah. smashing. And then, uh, at the factory when Lemansky's, uh, says, grab your hats or whatever. And then yeah. the, the car actually does like definitely get chopped off at the top. And then yeah. they drive it into like a, a truck. And I don't think the truck actually exploded. But yeah. there was a cool explosion there too, so I wrote a Beowulf. But Fair. um my number here was a um was a after I plugged in uh three blues, uh four Beowulfs, two scorpions, and a recall, I got a two point nine, which I upgraded to a three for a rock scorpion. 
Okay. Um, you changed it though. Um, so that's, that's three. I, I'm guessing it would still probably be a, a rock scorpion. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll take that. Cause yeah, cause I, cause I changed it to a rock scorpion. So it's, yeah. So, right. So it's not going to pull the average down too yeah. much. Um, so rock scorpion. So we have a couple of, um, scores here. Uh, we'll, we'll go over it at the end. Okay. Um, all right. You want to do the illogical inconsistencies. We'll talk, um, about your review. We'll, we'll listen okay. to you do that. Um, and then we'll do the back credit names. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Let's get into these inconsistencies. It's pretty funny. Okay. This. Uh, <clears throat> bad guys get out of the car in the beginning with yeah. a gigantic sniper rifle, a shotgun and an AK 47 seemingly. Uh, so they had to drive through town with these fully loaded fucking gigantic weapons. Yeah. Um, the bullet goes, so you were saying about the bullets in the beginning. Yeah. They did look good. However, the, the star witness or whatever, they're there to kill, you know, mm-hmm. the Italian guy that's an over actor. I probably should have put him in the motor meter. He's like, Oh, please yeah. don't shoot me. Yeah. You know, um, Petrovina puts the gun up to the back of his head, pointing upwards. Yeah. Right angle upwards. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. I've seen too much, um, true crime movies and stuff, but yeah, he shoots out like through the back of his head and out his forehead. Yeah. And then in the mirror, it goes through his eye socket. Uh, so there's no yeah. way the trajectory of the bullet would have done that. It was for effect to have it go yeah. through his eye in the mirror, but it, it, you know, I just noticed that. Okay. Um, that fake cop driving up and over the log ramps was total bullshit. Those tires couldn't handle that. They would have been fucking no. shredded. His calipers, his rotors, his brakes would all get fucked up. Forget it. Yeah. Not happening. Um, Amy might feel better and, and maybe less trapped and bored if they had a fucking TV. Yeah. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Um, in the living room, by the way, did you catch the big ass American wall sticker on the, yeah, on the wall there? Um, so he's on the phone with Harry and there's just this like, there's no, nobody has that in their house. It was like yeah. a decal that you would maybe put on the side of your business to like show that you're patriotic. Yeah. Something. It's just a big, like glossy American flag sticker so that you know Arnold is patriotic because he's got an yeah. accent. So we're like, what's going on here? No, yeah. no, he's, he's a, he's a true red and blue, you know? Yeah. Um, so was that Harry's, so I think it was Harry's son in the beginning. You know that the guy that's like getting zipped up into a body bag. Yeah. Like Harry's down on the ground. I, it, I think it was his son because he was like, it's his birthday in two weeks. Yeah. 27 years on the job and not a scratch. Yeah. He's so like fucking nonchalant about it. And then he's just like, whoever did this, they're dead. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. It sounded like it was like new kid on the force that you barely knew, but like you were rooting for him because he was new. Not your fucking son. Yeah. He wasn't, he did not a tear. Yeah. I don't know if that was bad directing or terrible acting or what, what that yes, was. Yes. Yes. It was both. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you self finance an FBI uh, investigation? No, it was off the book. That was completely like, if, if he, like, like you were saying, if he died. Yeah. And, and Arnold was in the thick of it, he, he'd be doing like 70 years at fucking Rikers or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cause, Cause it's just, you're just some guy with a machine gun who just, with a bunch of unregistered weapons who kill a shitload of people. Yeah. All <laughs> so, true. So he, well, so he needs, so Harry needs it to be successful so that he can report to 
the FBI yeah. agents that he had hired this guy yeah. unbeknownst, like off the books. Yeah. So is that going to work? Is it cool no. that you did that? No, right. it doesn't work. I, no, no, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so the whole plot of this movie makes no sense then. The whole point is to have a paper trail. So if shit hits the fan, you know who fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, the FBI is not going to be like, oh, good, good job hiring this guy under our nose. I'm glad yeah. you did because now look at the result. They're going to be like, no, I'm not paying him for that shit. Good job. But yeah. like, you're still not getting a new position or anything. You did this without our consent. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So here's a little bit of a diatribe. Okay. There's no sign of anyone else at the petroleum plant. His okay. prints are on the valve. There's yeah. no skeletal remains. Yeah. Single motorcycle tracks leading away from the scene. A trail of flare residue. Um, he obviously faked his own death. And um, it's really fucked up that he also destroyed an entire petroleum plant for the third business he decided to destroy on his rampage through the city of Chicago. Ending jobs by the hundreds for that petroleum plant, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Petrovina and his crew didn't notice a conspicuous white school bus at the factory filled with men. <laughs> 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 They're parked like 20 feet away from this giant white yeah. bus with men in it. Yeah, with, with Tommy um, guns sticking out of every window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, wait, we're meeting this guy here because it's a secluded yeah. area with no one yeah. in it. And there's just this white bus like 20 feet away. Yeah, I'm um, fucking real. All right. This, this is definitely a nitpick, but bear with me. A thousand dollars in chips blows Monica away. Or Monique, rather. Not Monica. Yeah. Monique. I mean, so like, she's like gambling problem, I guess, you know? Yeah. But she's like, she like puts her hands up like, oh my God, I can't believe you gave me a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like whoever she's pumping for money, Max or whoever, whoever's yeah. giving her money every night, it's giving her ten grand. Yeah, to blow at the the table, he gives her a thousand bucks. Like, why didn't yeah. they just make it ten thousand? Yeah, then, it could we, be, then we all could have been blown away. It could be any number they want. It, it yeah, been, yeah. Um, also, even uh, deeper nitpick here, but they, it, what would you say about two hundred black chips? Yeah, something like that. There was piles and piles of black chips. Yeah, um, so they'd have to be about five dollars each. Yeah. Why not just give them some larger denominations and not 200 of the same denomination? Because they want to play the nickel slots. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess they wanted to make it look like more chips. Yeah. You know, if they give him like one stack of $25 and then, you know, break yeah. it down a couple uh, higher denominations and yeah. it doesn't look like much money, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to say Arnold drunk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if, <laughs> if he's never been to prison, uh, how does he have uh, a rap sheet? Petro, I think it's uh, yeah. Roca's. Like, how do, how do you uh, how did you avoid prison all these years? Yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'm too small for prison. Or so, you know, he says some shit like that. But Harry says he's got a long rap sheet. This Joseph P. Brenner guy. Yeah, Joseph Pussy Brenner has clearly been to prison. It's because he was using. I think I. I think I got something here. He was using an assumed name because when he showed the other guy the picture yeah. of him, he's like, he's like, I know Brenner. I busted him twice in two weeks, uh, two years ago, and that ain't him. So yeah, maybe, so yeah. Well, that, that he's definitely been to prison then, right? Like, I, I just, where did that, I, I don't know where the notion that he didn't, hadn't been to prison came from. Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know. Um, why did he, uh, he had, so he had a, um, a snoring machine at the ready. Yeah. 
in case Monique was going to snitch on him the minute that he fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's like that's like once again like the shark repellent in Batman. It's like what a wildly impractical machine to like just have at the yeah. right to have a recording of himself snoring in case he uses it. <laughs> uh, it's funny that being super rich in the eighties meant that you can buy higher ceilings, comfier furniture, and fancy dishes to put a glass of milk in. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, like without our current technology i mean was it that cool did you see petrovina's like glass dish that he like put his glass of milk in yeah at his office like, is, it, is, this, office. is it so like the, the condensation wouldn't get on the actual desk was that the reason for it i, I guess I, I guess so yeah, yeah so that's what your money buys you that's why you're killing people by the and who's, who's drinking but, fucking milk during a power meeting <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah it's two percent <laughs> i'm not like, fucking this guy his calcium is on point yeah <laughs> um, they put a, uh, bomb on, they strapped it to a actual soda can. They're putting yeah. it in the soda machine. No one's going to notice, but you, you like strap a watch bomb to a soda can and then yeah. put it like in the visible, like, <laughs> in file in yeah. like this glass container. Why not just like glue it to the top of the inside of the soda machine instead yeah. of making it like maybe visible? Yeah. Uh, baffled. Uh, how did how did they reroute the bomb disposal number? You can't just steal the landline phone with, with their van and their buttons. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it's now also a plan to take out Lemansky, but there was no discussion of those plans. So yes. the bomb the bomb thing was also was a diversion so they can kill Lemansky, I guess. But they're, they're trying to they're stealing the money that Petrovina wants from yeah. the police station and the coke or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention Lemansky at all, and then all of a sudden nope. they're going after him too. Yep. Um, here's a nitpick. Lemansky's car is fully bulletproof. Yeah. Uh, it says so on the back window, if you remember. Yep. Why do they return fire if they have to roll the windows down? I completely <laughs> didn't even notice that. But that's, <laughs> like, that's a very like good half- point. Half of the crew dies because they decided to roll down the bulletproof windows that yeah. were completely like reflecting the bullets, no problem. Yeah. You, it'd be okay. even funnier if they were trying to shoot through the window and they just killed themselves with their own ricochets. That would be great. Yeah, if one yeah. if like Max Yeah, if Max like just caught one. Yeah. Um just want to say old cars are ugly. Yeah, they're boxy. Yeah. Uh, could that have been the worst possible plan to kill Harry and Kaminsky? Yes. Yes. I, it, it's two guys with Arnold. They, they give Arnold a gun. Yeah. And they're like, they've seen Joseph P. Brenner, like, just destroy people. And they're like, we're going to walk side by side with you. Why not just let the minute he gets in the car, you just shoot him in the head? Yeah. How about that? Do that. Uh, he takes out a windshield and proceeds to shoot an AK-47 out of the car while driving, doesn't miss men 40 feet up on hills, on cranes, in the building. Not once. Nope. Uh, he stops a gigantic truck by shooting the driver, and then, uh, I guess the driver proceeds to hit the brakes because he's dead, I guess. Yeah, that never happens. Yeah, that never happens. That pissed me off because like, like you took even if you took your foot off the gas, you'd still roll through the fucking trailer. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he's going ten miles an hour in this like unstoppable gigantic machine. Yeah, um, he takes out everyone in the hideout with no problem, no tension. There was no buildup. Yeah. Nothing. He just takes everybody out. No, yeah. no issue. 
Um, and then I wrote that he pours the Mike and Ike's all over Petrovina. Yeah. Just thought that was funny. There should have been a one-liner there because like, if you're, was it just a product placement? Was it just for Mike and Ike's or? No, no, I didn't even see them. I have no idea other than like, seriously, the only time I saw that candy was when Max put his hand in there. Yeah. It's not even like it was Petrovina's like favorite thing to snack on. They don't make any mention of it. Like literally there's no discussion about that candy. So I don't know what its significance is other than Max ate some. Yeah. So those were my illogical inconsistencies. You want to get into your uh, movie review? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger infiltrates the mob by just showing up with a cigar and a couple one-liners <laughs> with the intention of avenging his friend's dead son and abandoning his wife for some blonde with small tits and a gambling problem. Wow. <laughs> and then he needlessly blows up a bunch of stuff and it's like, Ron, Ron, before the final showdown, that's like, Ron, 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 There we go. <laughs> I love those sound effects. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Uh, unfortunately, this is a small production, so not okay. a lot of bad credit names. I'll read you what I got. Um, okay. Unfortunately, there are not many. Um, I didn't know whether this was Robbie or Roby. Okay. R-O-B-E-Y. Just one name. Oh, that's weird. I'm going to go Roby. Okay, Roby. Number two out of six, Ralph Foodie. Ralph Foodie. <laughs> I mean, he should not be in the movie business. No. Uh, Jerry Hay. Okay. Hey. Hey, Jerry. That's just a lifetime of torment. Yep. Hey, Jerry. It's Jerry Hay. Hey, Jerry. Hey. Uh, four of six, R. Pickett Bug. Okay. That's just unfortunate. It's not like, it's not super hilarious, but I would hate to have R, that name. R picket bug. What do you think the R stands for? Like, uh, Reginald? Reg- yeah. Whoa. We went to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna swerve on myself. I'm gonna switch these, uh, six, five, five and six. Okay. Uh, number six, that is now number five. Glenn Glenn. That sucks. That just sucks. Yeah. G-L-E-N-G-L-E-N-N. Glenn Glenn. <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, Sergeant Dan Heroin. Okay. <laughs> that sucks too. Yeah. Um, that's it, dude, okay. unfortunately. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to do a movie comparison this week. All right. Uh, instead, why don't we um, toss out all our results? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll keep Arnold Schwarzenegger as your full-on SG champion. Okay. Um, we're going to keep Batman and Robin 1997 as the worst movie ever made. Okay. This movie wasn't worse. Okay. That's I fair. think we can say definitively, yeah? Yeah. Let's switch it up, man. Okay. We're going to have to recalibrate. We're going to have to clean these machines. You agree? Yeah, we got. Yeah, our machines. Get, there's There's too much shit in them. Yeah, there's too much gunk in these uh, cogs, and we yeah we gotta grind it out. Okay. So instead, next week we're gonna do. Um, why don't we do a good movie, and that way we can recalibrate our machines to um, a good movie, and they they those uh, machines can start fresh from a, a place of good, a safe reference point. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll flip the machines to test for good. And that way, when we flip them back, uh, they kind of have a sort of memory for, for what they're gauging against. Yeah. 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 And we'll have new gold standards. We'll have new, we'll have, um, you know, the scoring is going to be the same, but we'll have, it'll be, we're, we're basically absolute valuing it from a new zero. Yeah, exactly. So we've yeah. done, so this works out really well, dude. We've done nine episodes. Okay. Uh, so we'll make number 10 our, our good movie review. And how do you feel about The Big Lebowski? I fucking love The Big Lebowski. And I think, I don't think anybody could dispute that it's a good movie. No. And I think we will get some residual laughter, okay. um, which benefits us. Yes. Um, instead of laughing at bad lines, we'll be laughing along with the audience, uh, to good lines. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll take a little break. This is a mental break for us. We get to watch a good movie. Yay. Yeah. Woo. All right. Um, so that'll be our jumping off point. And okay. we will start up season two. Um, we'll, we'll discuss and we'll throw it out there next week. What we're going to do for episode one of season two. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have some, we've talked about some good ideas, but we're, we're going to keep that conversation off air for now while we, yeah. uh, while we, while we bicker about it. All right. Cool. Um, so we will not miss a week. This, we are not saying that we're going to miss a week. Next week, we're going to do the big Lebowski. We're going to talk about why it's so awesome. We're going to, we're going to laugh with yeah. you all. And then season two, um, we're going to throw out another terrible movie and get back into the grind with fresh right. machines. I and hopefully it. our bumpers are back up and running. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got I to fix those. <laughs> dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, so check us out on TikTok. We have one now, Bomb Filter Podcast. Yep. Uh, TikTok. Um, our Instagram page, we're up to 1,100 now. Um, we're still rolling on Spotify. Um, we have the bomb filter pod at gmail.com. Anything else um, that you want to announce? Yeah, we're on Anchor FM. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on Google Play. I I got our RSS feed submitted to iTunes. I'm just waiting for the approval. So all those episodes will be on iTunes. I'm just waiting for um, confirmation on that. All so right. That, awesome. That's everything. All right. Cool, dude. All um, right. Yeah, that that was a I get that was a shit pod, huh? But yeah, <laughs> that's that's because of all our malfunctions. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we still we still got entertainment value out of it. Yes, hopefully. All right, guys, this has been the bomb filter. Bomb filter. Bomb filter.